On today's episode of Locked On Longhorns, Ajay Hall opens up to Longhorn Nation. Keyshawn Johnson believes that Urban Meyer should be the next Longhorns coach. And Steve Sarkeesian strikes again, adding former scout Bobby Merritt to his staff. You are Locked On Longhorns, your daily podcast on the Texas Longhorns. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked on Longhorns, the show, Jonathan Davis, your host. Big salute, big congrats to Bijan Robinson, Lambo Robinson, for securing an NIL partnership with Lamborghini Austin, one of the best NIL partnerships we've seen for one of the best players in the country. Nobody more deserving. I want to talk about FCS Player of the Year, Isaiah Land, entered the transfer portal out of Florida A&M, 22 and a half tackles for loss last year, 19 sacks, decided to return to Florida A&M, but there were a lot of blogs, Texas blogs specifically, saying that he would not have much of an impact on the FBS level, that a lot of his 19 sacks came from being more athletic and faster than FCS offensive linemen. This is a player that had 19 sacks. The Texas football team had 20 sacks as a whole last year. We know that FCS and HBCU players are historically overlooked, but to act like a player that had 19 sacks last year would not make an impact on the FBS level does not sit well with me. He is clearly very good at football, and I think he would be a very good football player wherever he ends up. And I hope he has an even better season at Florida A&M and proves everybody wrong. So now we're going to talk about Ajay Hall. He did an amazing interview with Chip Brown at 24-7 Sports. Really opened up, I feel like. If you have not checked that out, please go read it. Really good insight into Ajay Hall, the player, but more importantly, the person. So I want to start with a quote from Ajay Hall. He said, there's going to be bumps on every single road, no matter which road you go on, whether it's a good road or a bad road. I just got to make sure I'm going over those bumps as smooth as possible and making sure I ain't making no stops. And if I do get stopped, I got to still keep on because if I stop, I'm always going to have an issue. And when asked what Texas fans can expect when he arrives on campus, he said the one thing Texas fans can expect is a million percent that this team is probably going to be one of the best teams that they've had. I'm going to make sure I do everything I can. For not only myself, but for my teammates and my coaches this year, that you see the biggest change ever. And that's exactly what you want to hear from a player who had issues at the University of Alabama. He's owned up to them and he's ready to move on. And I want to praise the Texas fans after he just sent the message to the Texas fans because he cited y'all as one of the reasons that he came to the University of Texas. He said that Texas fans are very loving and unconditional in their support on and off the field. He didn't feel like he got that from the Alabama fans. And since my time doing this podcast and just being a Longhorn fan myself, I have to attest to that. When I've seen players like Casey Thompson, Myron Warren, Kilmonte Dixon, Marcus Washington transfer, all I see from Texas fans is wishing them nothing but the best. Even when Casey Thompson was talking out the side of his mouth about NIL and all of that, I guess he was right a little bit. <laughs> Oshawn Mathis went to Nebraska. I still saw Texas fans wishing him nothing but the best in his time at Nebraska. If you go look at any Twitter post, anything regarding Alabama fans about Ajay Hall, all they talk about is the drop passes in the national championship game, how he didn't go to class, how he complained about not getting the ball, how he was a locker room cancer, and they can't wait till he does it at the University of Texas. I'm not here to bash Alabama fans. I'm just here to confirm what Ajay Hall has said, because I've seen it as well. On the field, he talked about how Sark is an offensive genius. He talked about 
the main thing he likes about the playbook is the amount of deep routes. He said him and Xavier Worthy are going to have a lot of fun. His former 707 coach joined the interview as well. And he said, deep routes, there's nobody better than a Jai Hall. And when you look at a player that's 6'2 with a 6'8 wingspan, that's basketball type stuff. And he plays football. And so I believe him on those deep routes. He's pretty much better than anybody, at least physically wise. Of course, you got a player across from him in Xavier Worthy who has blazing speed and is one of the best deep routes in the country, if not the best. He also talked about how Sark's route concepts are some of the best you'll see, some of the most diverse you'll see on any level of football. He said you can ask anybody in the NFL and college football. They'll tell you that Sark's routes and his ability to scheme wide receivers open are second to none. And he can't wait to continue to play in this offense because he talked about how Sark's offense is the offense at the University of Alabama. And he said he's riding with his guy Sark and wants to continue to play in this offense. And he already has a relationship with Sark and Jeff Banks as they were vital parts to his recruitment out of high school to the University of Alabama. And when he talked about his decision to transfer, excuse me, his decision to commit to the University of Alabama before transferring to Texas, he talked about needing structure, needing stability. So this is a kid that went to three different schools his senior year of high school. And he understood how that looked to people that were recruiting him. He understood how that looked to people, period. And he wanted to go to a program run by Nick Saban, which is run like Bill Belichick of the Patriots, a no-nonsense military-type operation, because he felt like he needed that structure in his life. This is a young kid. He had a child in high school. And he wanted direction. He wanted stability. He wanted leadership. He wanted growth. And somewhere along the way, things went wrong at Alabama. But like, excuse me, like I talked about with Quinn Ewers, this is a young kid, 17, 18, 19 year olds that have their whole life ahead of them. And so who are we to judge them for the mistakes they made as teenagers, knowing we made mistakes as teenagers ourselves with way less pressure on those decisions? And, yeah, there may have been times where he wasn't in as wasn't as in tune to his academics as he should have been. Yes, there maybe were times where he was frustrated with not getting playing time and maybe caused rifts in the locker room. And yes, he didn't have the best showing in the national championship game after not playing all season, pretty much. He was targeted eight times, only had two catches, had a couple key drops, which he apologized for right after the game to the Alabama fans. But once again, this player has his whole career ahead of him. And like he said, he's going to give a million percent to making sure that he makes an impact on the field. His 7-on-7 coach talked about how a Jai Hall wants to be coached. And he's the type of player that if you come at him with fire, he's going to respond with fire because that's all he knows. That's how he grew up. But if he's having fun, he's going to be competitive. He's going to be engaged and he's ready to work. And I think maybe Nick Saban's coaching style wasn't the best for a Jai Hall. I've talked with a few Alabama fans. I know it sounds like I bashed him earlier, but I've talked with a few Alabama fans that feel like he'll succeed at the University of Texas. John Garcia from Sports Illustrated, director of football recruiting, came on the show and said, everybody is not for Nick Saban. But like his seven on seven coach said, if he's having fun, you're going to get the most out of a Jai Hall. If there's a mutual respect there, you're going to get the most out of a Jai Hall. And I think that's where Steve Sarkeesian and Jeff Banks come in, but specifically Sark. Now, Sark's going to coach him hard. Sark's going to expect a lot. Sark is passionate. Sark wants to win. But I think there will be a relationship there that there wasn't with Nick Saban. And that's why I'm banking on a Jai Hall to succeed at the University of Texas. Also, 
wide receiver was a position of strength for the University of Texas, but it was a position we didn't have a lot of depth in. And we just lost two receivers to the transfer portal. So there's an immediate path to playing time at the University of Texas for a Jai Hall. Can you imagine being one of the best receivers in the country and then going to school and not getting playing time all year? That would definitely affect your psyche. But I think his ability to impact on the field next year will keep him happy, keep him engaged. And from everything he said in that interview with Chip Brown, I think he's going to do everything he can in his power academically and football-wise to make sure he stays on the field and has a positive impact for this football team. He talked about his ability to run deep routes, but also he said he wants to get better at his route running. We've heard that he's not as polished in that area. And he said he's heard that the most, and that's something he's continuously working on all summer. Working on his shorter routes, getting open in that five to 10 yard range, being more of a technician, adding to his game. He doesn't want to be a one trick pony. He wants to be great. This is a receiver that at the University of Alabama, Nick Saban said he might be one of the most talented receivers he's ever coached. Nick Saban coached Julio Jones, Amari Cooper, Calvin Ridley, Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle, Jamison Williams. All first round draft picks. And he said a Jai Hall might be the most talented out of all of them. That speaks volumes about the type of player that Sark was able to land in the transfer portal in a Jai Hall. And I can't wait to see him on the field at the 40 acres, making a positive impact on this football team. Summer is approaching. And with summer, you're going to need some food on the go. Built Bars are the perfect snack to take with you on family vacations. Throw them in your bags and your kids' backpacks. Make sure that everyone has a bar so you are fueled for your summer adventures. The best part about Built Bars, they are healthy and delicious. No more sacrificing delicious food for health. With Built Bar, you can have both. And it's easy. All you have to do is go to Built.com and order now. All Built Bars and Puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means with Built Bar, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. Have you tried the Built Puffs yet? We are going crazy for the puffs. They come in crazy flavors like banana cream pie and even churro. Who doesn't want a protein bar that tastes like a churro? And they're only 140 calories. Sign me up. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. So Keyshawn Johnson is a former Cowboy, so I have some love for him. I'm a Cowboys fan. And Keyshawn Johnson is an ESPN analyst. I have a lot of respect for ESPN. Yes, at times they can get a little crazy with the hot takes, and it's their job to invoke reaction from fans. And so they're going to say things that invoke reactions from fans. You like it or not, but it's a business at the end of the day. And that's what generates clicks. That's what generates engagement. It sounds crazy to say that if they were up there making sense, it wouldn't generate as much engagement as if they were up there making hot takes but that's just the way this business is that's why people like skip bayless and stephen a smith are the leaders as far as being watched and viewed on national television when it comes to sports media because they invoke reactions from the fans so Keyshawn johnson invoked a reaction from me and so now we're going to talk about it on the podcast he said that he believes Urban Meyer should be the next Texas Longhorns football coach. 
that Sark isn't really doing anything at the University of Texas, and eventually he's going to get replaced. And he believes it should be and will be by Urban Meyer. And you can say what you want about Sark. Obviously going five and seven in his first year, having the longest, long, having the longest losing streak in Texas Longhorns history since the 50s, losing to Kansas. Those are things that aren't great. And you could say that this is a must-win season for Sark, that he needs to win at least eight games. You could say that he's on the hot seat. I'm not sure if that's true, but it's fair. But Sark also did bring in the number five recruiting class. You could say that was because of NIL, but every school is using NIL, as you can see. Sark did bring in one of the best transfer classes in the country, headlined by number one prospect in the 2021 class, one of the highest graded quarterbacks of all time in Quinn Ewers. And I think he's on his way to rebuilding this Texas football program the way it needs to be built. But Keyshawn Johnson, who works for a company who specializes in hot takes, said that Urban Meyer should be the next Texas Longhorns football coach. And respectfully to that, I want to say, Keyshawn, please shut the hell up. Because we're talking about the same Urban Meyer who, although he won, at the University of Florida, there's a very documented history of the players that were getting in trouble under his watch or lack thereof at the University of Florida. Aaron Hernandez, rest his soul, was a murder suspect at the University of Florida under Urban Meyer's watch. Then he goes to Ohio State and is accused of covering up sexual assault for members of his staff. And that's the Urban Meyer Keyshawn Johnson believes should be the next head coach of the Texas Longhorns football program. This is the same Urban Meyer who admitted upon taking the Jacksonville Jaguars job that he had not watched much NFL football at all. The same Urban Meyer who did not know who Aaron Donald was until the week that the Jacksonville Jaguars played the Rams. Mind you, this was like week 13 in the NFL season. Aaron Donald, who just so happens to be the best defensive player in football and arguably the best defense, the best player in football, period. Months into coaching the Jacksonville Jaguars, Urban Meyer did not know who Aaron Donald was. This is the same Urban Meyer who did a national interview on television with his friend doing bong rips in the background. On national television. This is the same Urban Meyer that after a Thursday night football loss where his team flew back to Jacksonville, he decided to fly to Columbus, Ohio, neglecting his team. And was photographed and videographed in a bar dancing with a woman who clearly was not his wife. In a bar where there are pictures of him and his wife hanging up in the establishment. And Keyshawn Johnson believes he should be the next Texas football coach. This is the same Urban Meyer that physically kicked the kicker. Kicked with his own leg the kicker for missing a kick in training camp. When the kicker told him to never kick him again, Urban Meyer said he can do what he wants because he's the old ball coach. 
when a player missed a route, ran the wrong route in training camp, Urban Meyer came up to Trevor Lawrence and said, be patient with him. You know, those Southern boys lie on their transcripts. And that's who Keyshawn Johnson believes should be the next Texas football coach. Travis Etienne, rookie out of Clemson last year, missed his entire season with a foot injury. And when asked about missing the season, he said, if there was any season I was going to miss, I'm glad it was that one. The season that Urban Meyer was the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. The season that Urban Meyer did not last the entirety of the season because he was so inept at his job. And Keyshawn Johnson believes he should be the next head coach of the Texas Longhorns football program. Because he's won some games. Even though we continuously hear all of the negatives about Urban Meyer. We continuously hear that he has his own work to do internally before worrying about being a leader of men, a leader of a national program like the University of Texas. And you're going to ignore all of that and tell me that he should be the next head coach of the Texas Longhorns football program, where, frankly, regardless of his success, he should never coach again. Once again, I got respect for Keyshawn Johnson and I got respect for ESPN. But saying that he should be the next coach of the Longhorns, Keyshawn, please shut the hell up. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball, and this weekend's Run to the Roses as the Kentucky Derby is back. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sport wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. So Sark strikes again, Sark after dark, adding former scout Bobby Merritt to his staff. And Bobby Merritt has spent time in the SEC and the CFL, most recently serving as an assistant GM in the CFL. And from everything I've read, this is a home run hire. In a string of home run hires for Sark, look at the impact that Coach Choice, the running backs coach, has on this football team and how he's widely regarded. Coach Marion, the wide receivers coach and passing game coordinator, how he's widely regarded. Not only by the receivers on the team, not only by all the players on the team, but wide receivers and other recruits have come to campus and said that the one thing that stuck out to him, stuck out to them was Coach Marion's energy. Bringing in a seasoned coach like Gary Patterson, who easily could have took a head coaching job elsewhere, bringing him, him in as a special assistant to the head coach to assist Pete Kukowski with the defense. He was working on bringing in David Cutcliffe, who was the head coach at Duke, Coach Peyton Manning and Eli Manning, and has a great relationship with Arch Manning. David Cutcliffe took another job, but it shows where Sark's head is at and trying to rebuild this program the right way. And so Bobby Merritt, he has a lot of ties to the Houston area from everything I've read is largely credited with bringing J.J. Watt, the best player in Houston Texans history, to the Houston Texans. And I think that he'll benefit this team a lot in scouting, a team that's already good in scouting, bringing in the number five recruiting class last year. I think he only increases that, gives them more leeway in the Houston area. 
But also, every player you scout doesn't come to the University of Texas. And so now this is another scout with a lot of insight and info on players that don't come to the University of Texas that you potentially have to play against. So once again, I think this is a home run hire for the staff. I think that Sark continues to do everything he needs to do to build on last season, which he had five and seven. Of course, they want to improve. But build this program back up the right way. I'm not going to say Texas is back because that boils y'all blood for some reason. But I think Sark has shown that he's putting all the right pieces in place, personnel-wise, coaching-wise, and scouting-wise, to make sure that this Texas football team returns to prominence. Some people are out on Sark. Some people are taking a wait-and-see approach. But I love my head coach, and I love what he's doing for this Texas football program. And I hope that he's the head coach of the Texas football program for for as long as he wants to be. And we don't have to consider bringing in coaches like Urban Meyer to the 40 acres. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Longhorns, your daily number one source for all things Texas athletics, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy. Peace.